Welcome to the No But Let's Talk About That, the podcast. This is a space for coming together and talking about any and everything from viral trends to our own personal stories and life experiences. We're so thankful that you're here and we hope that you stay. Enjoy today's episode. Good morning, listeners. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to No, But Let's Talk About That, the podcast. Today is a special day, and uh, it's not only special because of the guests, but it's special because this is our fourth time trying to record this episode. And this episode will come out, it will be heard. And when you hear this, um, I'll be happy about that. But good morning, everyone. Today I have a special guest, and I'm just gonna let the special guest introduce himself. Hi, thank you for <laughs> letting me on the podcast. I am Jasmine Rivak. I'm Ashley's roommate, best friend. What else do you do? I work with you. <laughs> I was gonna say um about the intro. For the podcast, Jasmine is the uh, guitar artist. Oh, can you say that guitar artist, musical artist, guitarist? <laughs> <laughs> She's the guitarist uh, for the intro and the outro. Um, and today we're going to uh, talk about. I don't even know if you could call it a topic because I think we've made up this we word. Up. I think we did. I'm I'm sure it has another name, but. We have pioneered this one, and so I'm not going to call it a topic, but today's episode is titled Dear Sad Girls, and we're going to talk a bit about what that means and how it looks, and hopefully we're going to talk about how to not, you know, embody that as much. Yeah. Or not be um, addicted to being. A sad girl. Exactly. Um. So we've been starting these episodes with a check-in. So I'm supposed to ask you, Jasmine, and also ask the listeners to take like five seconds to like check in and um, see how you're feeling. So how are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling a bit tired. I just woke up for this recording. Um. <laughs> As this is our fourth time recording this episode. Yeah. Um, I feel cold. Mm. Mm-hmm. But other other than that, I feel good. Yeah. What about you? I think in the morning time, it's, it's, it's always like one feeling. Like I can't really think about my life as a whole. Like I can only think about um, what I'm feeling right now, which I'm starting to love about like, the mornings I used to hate it because I would be like I'm not a morning person I'm so sleepy like I'm not really conscious until it's been like an hour but like when I'm still kind of waking up I'm like very in tune with like how I'm feeling Mm -hmm. like in that hour of like my body coming back to life yeah that's nice so I also am pretty tired I got up a bit before you I got up like an hour before you probably Uh, um and (laughs) so I've kind of been up um, but I feel, I feel like today's going to be a good Thursday. I do too. Yeah. Uh, the weather's not great, but. Nope. 
we're pushing through and I'm, I'm grateful to be alive. Yes. Um, okay, so let's dive right in because we have no time to waste. Uh, I don't know what <laughs> this recording, I'm just trying to like, you know, um, <laughs> praying that this one goes well. Um, okay, sad girl. What's a sad girl? To me, my embodiment of a sad girl is obviously crying a lot. Mm. Um, listening to sad music. That's key for me. Um, being on my phone too much. Uh, laying in bed like a lot. Not eating. Mm. <laughs> um, that is a sad girl to me. Okay. Um, yeah. And I think for me, it's all those things, but those, see, like if we were like a, this is kind of like if we were diagnosing someone, I think those would be the symptoms. I couldn't like find a word when we tried to talk about this before, but like everything you said, those are like symptoms, like absolutely. But I feel like I don't like have those symptoms. Mm. Or, like, sometimes I do, but most of the time, it's, like, um, I'm just kind of withdrawn. Um, but the problem is, is that I'm that way, like, every day. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like, more of, it's not an occasional thing. It's, like, it's who I am. Yeah. And that it's been who I am for, like, all of my life. Uh, and I think what's occasional is, like, the moments where I'm, like, happy. Mm, and I wow. think, <laughs> and Sorry. not that I'm, like, <laughs> depressed. I don't think I am. But I think that my my mood, I have a m- depressing, melancholy mood mm. and outlook of most things. Like, that is, mm. I think I said that that is the, like, lens which I, like, view life. Wow. Like, when people say, like, rose-colored glasses, like... Never for me. Never, no. But some people, it is. I'm trying to think, though, because I feel like I have such a um, a goofy, silly attitude. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering how, like, that sad girl... Because I, I, still, I still am me, even though I am a sad girl. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I guess, like... It's just, I, I'm trying to find the connection between when am I a sad girl, when am I me, when am I both. I think you're always both, though. Yeah. I think that's the thing. But, yeah, okay, so so that's what it is. And I think um, for someone, I mean, it'll be pretty easy to like know like it's not like am I a sad girl like you know listening to this you know but you know who you are yeah um but so I would say that for someone who isn't um if we had to explain that that's what it would be is for sure yeah um okay I have a question when did you first like realize that you were were sad Mm, that's a good question or a sad person I think it had to be around middle school, high school. I'm from Texas, and I used to hate Texas growing up. 
and I just felt stuck and just like this stuck feeling just carried on with me throughout life and often I just feel trapped within a situation wishing that I could get out hmm. um yeah interesting um okay but like what like what about like where did the like when did you like realize like I am a sad person like a specific moment or like yeah and like what did that feel like for you well I just feel like that stuck feeling okay so that's the it's yeah you started to feel stuck and you hadn't felt that way no before no interesting i've been happy happy with life and it's like this like it's just this feeling like i'm i'm feeling it right now oh well like just describing it like i'm sorry (laughs) it's like that feeling where you know you try to take a deep breath but you can't you can't just can't get like a fulfilling deep breath uh-huh. Like maybe you've been running a lot. Okay. And like you just can't get like a good breath. Sure. It's like that but constant. Sure. And I think that's where my sad girl kind of like came from. Okay. Just feeling like stuck and everything sucks. Interesting. Yeah. Um I would say for me, I think I I think I I would say that I noticed it when I was in middle school. But when I look back, I think it was even, like, way earlier. Probably when I was, like, six, maybe. Six or seven. And, um, yeah, I think in middle school, it it was more of, like, um, the way I, I started to view my environment and the way I started to view things, it's kind of changed. Like, they kind of became more... It was almost like everything, like if my life was an art exhibit and I, I was like going through and viewing artwork, like the artwork was all like the same, but there was like sad music playing in the background, okay. like like a sad cello or like a sad guitar okay. and like everything just got sad. We were talking about this yesterday about what what song would be like the soundtrack of your life. Yeah. I don't know a a sound or song. Sound. Maybe both. I think I don't I can't come up with a like a, <laughs> a, a perfect song, but I definitely think it would be a sad, a more um dramatic but soft guitar, acoustic guitar okay. sound. Okay. I feel like mine would be Scott Street by Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. With like rain. Wow. Underplaying it. Yeah. Yeah. And see, when we <laughs> say this out loud, it's like we're laughing because I think we've gotten to a point where it's like, you know, this is kind of silly. And not that that makes it any less real or any less important, but I think, and we'll get to it, but we're only laughing because we've, <laughs> we, recognize how dramatic it it sounds and I think that that's kind of the part of it in aging is or at least where I'm at and where we're at probably it's like this can't 
be serious anymore. Like, this can't, has to change. You can't live in this and, and wallow in it forever. Something has to change. Yeah. But for the time being, you know, and in the past, this is how it has been. And I think that it was probably amplified by, um, the careers we've chosen and not that, you know, we chose, but I think we gravitated towards it. Um, I think we were almost kind of made for it. I think most artists are people who are able to see depth in all things. And with depth comes, you know, not just beauty and not just like pain and ugliness, but it's like all of that. And so I think that this makes sense why we are this way. Um, but yeah. I think there's something to say about have, having an artistic mind and being an artist in like a business world and like a results, like a results world and like just kind of not fitting in that way already. Mm-hmm. Like, Everything is so corporate, nine to five, like corporate, married, job, house, like all of that stuff. And I'm not saying that that won't happen for us, but it, it just like looks a little bit different. And feels different, probably. Yeah. And so it's already like feeling like you don't belong, but then also, and then also like, you know, the depth and like maybe the melancholy and all of that stuff. I think that goes into being kind of a saddish person Mm -hmm. but I will say I I have been like thankful for that and I don't think I've expressed that expressed right I don't think (laughs) I've expressed that before is that I feel like although I I do think that I'm 22 now and that um a lot of my self-esteem or a lot of my self-image has been shaped around this kind of like sadness um I do think that it made me a lot of, it made me who I am and I like the way that I see things. Oh, for sure. Like, I am really thankful that I kind of, you know, view life for all of what it is um, and that I choose optimism as much as I choose, almost as much as I choose pessimism. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I've said that before that I'm like thankful to have been so sad yeah I think I wish that it was not so self-directed and like not so much about me because I think then it kind of isolated me yeah and I was like no one understands (laughs) you know no one gets me and and then you kind of get like weird and pretentious and you think you're like superior in some way isolated Um, yeah um, that's what I'm not thankful for, obviously, but that's why we're, we're here, we're here to talk about this and, um, like turn it around and not that there's like one like quick fix to, to like turn it around, but talk about our desire to want to change and how we think change like looks, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So where are you at like in, in life as far as, you know, growing out of, of this? Um, think the sad girl still lives within me and still manifests a lot in my life um I think I'm really like deep deep into this sad girl 
What do you, I don't know what that means. I don't know. I just feel like you're deep into it. Yeah. Like Like right now. I've been wearing the clothes for a while. I'm in a sweater. I'm in multiple layers of sad girl. And so I'm trying to, I'm taking off layers. It's summer. It's it's summer in my mind. Is this an analogy? Yes. Okay. I couldn't tell like if you were. I'm being so confusing. I was like. Are you wearing multiple layers now? And then I'm like, no, she's no. talking about herself. And then you brought up the seasons. It's and then I was like, my mind. well, that, that's fine, I, I think. Um, But I am trying to put in like habits throughout my day and check-ins throughout my day to kind of like bring me out of this. Because I think, too, the problem with sad girl is like we can say that like we're sad or like we're melancholy or like we're isolated all the time even when we don't actually like feel it like we can say oh life sucks but like even when things are okay yeah even when things are going great yes and so it's important to like do check-ins and and do all these things just and journal just to like be like oh this is actually going well like I don't have to go to my default of everything sucks. Yeah. I think what's interesting too is that like our ideas of this thing are very different and it looks very different. I think for me, I I kind of hide it. Like you wouldn't be able to really tell from like the outside how I am feeling. Mm. Where like you've said like my room is like, a mess yes I am you know wearing the same clothes like over and (laughs) over or or, like I'm on my phone but me I kind of it's all like inside or it's all in my brain kind of and I think that's really interesting too is that again it's like if I was supposed to say like who's sad in this room I wouldn't point to myself like from the outside like I would point to you Oh, wow. And that's not, like, a bad thing. But, like, if I didn't know me, if I didn't know you, but I could see it, I'd be like, she's obviously so sad. Yeah. But I think that's really fascinating because, and not saying, like, everyone's sad and, like, check on your friends, but, (laughs) because I don't feel that way. But I think that's interesting that you won't always notice it until maybe when, if you were to sit down with me and, like, have a chat about, like, a movie or like a song mm-hmm. I could like explain in great detail yeah everything and how heartbreaking and how sad and how everything is gonna end and how we are like finite beings and like death is imminent you know like wow like that's the way my brain <laughs> is always working and it's made me sad but you really wouldn't know that unless you I guess talk to me yeah it's crazy it's crazy how the sad girl lives and differently in every person Mm -hmm. um yeah and I think so I asked you how you're kind of growing out of it and you mentioned kind of focusing more on like daily things to kind of divert your attention yeah from being sad and I think I don't really know when it was for me or like how it happened but I think literally and I'm still not there yet but I think there was just one day where I was like no more wow 
no more. That's good for you. It's sure, yeah. <laughs> and I will say, I've I've had like a couple bouts of of you know, I get pulled back, and I don't think it will ever fully go away. No, I just think that it's who I am and who I'm meant to be. But the thing is, is that I've decided to not like operate in it. You know, like I'm trying to figure out this different version of me that is not that way, like that can acknowledge the the sadness and, you know, notice that that's how I am and how I I feel, but who's not going to let it drive me and drive every single choice that I make and drive the way that I, I see things. And in moments, maybe the first thing that I do notice in a thing is sad, but then being like, okay, like that's not all of it. And then like training my brain to kind of see other sides before I see the sadness and also accepting that I see sadness and that I feel sad most times and then not judging it and not trying to force it away yeah I think that's probably the biggest part yeah is that like realizing that it is a beautiful thing while at the same time being like but this hasn't helped me most of my life it hasn't been supportive Mm -hmm. it's been contradicting to the way I want to feel and be um and then kind of like moving on from there wow wow I think you're in a much better place than I am in this journey but it's not about like being in a better place I think that like I just last week like I was down really bad and I had to like it took me like three days to kind of get back because what once you go down you kind of spiral but mm-hmm. the thing is is I knew as I was spiraling that I was spiraling and I could have honestly pulled myself out at any moment but it's about being like addicted to that like low feeling yeah it's I don't know what it is but it's it like good it feels so good to be good to be sad to be sad and like even though I I was not letting anyone kind of take care of me or like really in on what was like happening there was something so comforting about being like I'm alone in 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 this and like you know I only have me but I'm not even enough for me like who's gonna save me I'm so trapped like there's something so comforting about these awful feelings but at the same time I was like girl get it together like pull yourself up it's not bad so like it's like kind of a, a internal fight yeah but I knew. It's like depression kitty from yes. Big Mouth. Yes. It feels just so comfortable to like have that weight on you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is like getting out of that. I feel like mine comes in waves, like big waves. And, and so I sometimes I'm conscious of like when I'm going into a wave of sad girl. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm not. So I don't really know how I'm like getting out of it slowly but surely but I don't know it still like comes and Mm -hmm. but I guess that is really important like when you are there and when you are conscious of it like how can you pull yourself out Mm -hmm. because yeah I kind of just like wait till the wave just kind of like goes away Mm -hmm. instead of like actively yeah I don't want to yeah and it's really hard to. Yeah. 
And I don't think you will ever be perfect at it. I, I don't think it's going to get to a point where it's like, I'm sad. Aha, I'm sad. Let's go. Like, you know, let's get out of here. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be like that. I think like what's going to happen is again, it's going to be the acceptance of, okay, I'm here. I don't really want to get out of here, but I acknowledge that that is now my choice. And then however long you let it go on past then, you're going to have to deal with later, you know? I think it's like, and it's not about punishing yourself. I think it's, it's like if you had a kid, I think the most loving thing you can do for your kid is, you know, you tell them you have this freedom and you get to make choices and, you know, that affects everything. And if you want to stay here, if you want to have a tantrum for three days, I'm telling you, that's going to affect you and how you feel, how you, like, it's going to be no one else's fault. This thing happened. You can cry about it for an hour, for 20 minutes. It's up to you. Yeah. But I think we have to be the same way with ourselves. Like, okay, how long am I going to stay here? Yeah. Is it going to be... And maybe you don't know at that moment. And that's totally okay, too, is like, I don't know. I just feel sad. And then it goes on and then it goes on. But when you do notice it, you're like, oh, my gosh, I've been here. And then past that point, like, it's up to you. Yeah. That's what I I think. Like, yeah, I think it's like, okay, are we going to put in the work to get out of this? Mm -hmm. Or are we just going to let it slide? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I also think something that you said uh just reminded me like I think it's important to celebrate our small wins because mm-hmm. it's that's so hard for me to do like something as small as like oh I drank a glass of water today or yes or like I I uh checked in or I journaled it's like those are things that I'm like oh well you know I'm, I'm supposed to do that to f- to make myself feel better or like I'm supposed to do that um, but just like sm- small wins, mm-hmm. like I brushed my teeth or, you know, <laughs> yeah. I made my bed. Yes. Like, celebrating that. Totally. I think also, I just remembered this, but a small win for me was, um, so the other night we watched, um, Pride and Prejudice. Oh. But before that we were like. I don't even know what we were talking about, like, or what the problem was, but we were like, we're so sad. Like, I want to cry. Like, I was like, I need to cry. I want to watch, like, a sad, devastating movie. And so we were going through a list of movies to watch, and then we stumbled upon Pride and Prejudice, and I had never seen it. And the whole time, I'm, like, expecting to, like, be sobbing, shaking, hurled over, like, stomach in knots, like, crying. And, like, by the end, I was, like, that was so lovely and heartwarming and, like, gave me a lot of hope. And then I just had this moment of, like, why, like, I don't need to be sad and, like, to, you know, feel or, like, to express my emotions like I don't have to choose like something dark and like yeah you know like what I needed was like hope I think I think the thing with like crying and sadness is because it's such an intense way for us to release 
and for us to like release our stresses and like that's what crying is like Mm -hmm. you know releasing tension and emotion and so I think it's important for us to like find another way Mm -hmm. and not that like crying isn't healthy because it totally is fan of crying yeah love love to cry Mm -hmm. but like finding other ways to release you know tension and to release stress like I know I love to run Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's a way for me to just like let it all out totally but um I think just like finding another outlet to do that but yes loved Pride and Prejudice I was so happy by the end and it was technically Valentine's Day yeah and I felt love filled and I was like I don't want to watch a sad movie. Like, I don't want to cry because mm. life is so, like... Or just because. Like, or just because. To. Just to say, like, you know? But it made me, like, feel really good, you know, in my body, but also about, like, myself. And it was just another moment of, like, oh, my gosh. Like, life doesn't have to be like that, you know? Yeah. And I think you're so right about counting keeping track of the small ones like getting obsessive about it like writing down every single little thing that you do and I think when you like look back it's gonna be I did so much yeah I did so much let's talk about your oh yes 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 yes. yeah during this summertime I had this list um just in my notes app on my phone and I think hmm, the summer was just a time when I felt really, mm, I don't know how to say this, but I'm just going to say <laughs> it. Like, I think um, after graduating and figuring out what life was supposed to look like versus what it did look like for me, mm-hmm. um, I was I felt like I wasn't doing anything and I felt like I was a failure almost. Even though, like, things were going pretty well. Like, I was making money, um as far as, like, graduating and how that went, like, I was fine, um, but, like, there was something inside of me that felt like I had lost something, I think, and that I wouldn't get it back, and maybe it was, like, my youth, or maybe, like, I have no idea, I still really don't know, I haven't examined that since then, but I know that I was feeling like I wasn't doing enough, and so I made this checklist in my notes app and it's called in case you forget and like every single day I would write down even if it was just one thing I would write down something I did that made me feel proud about myself and like sometimes it was I read five pages of a book which was my daily goal sometimes it was like I emailed this person I got back to like this this I wrote that you know so it was it was just um Yeah, it was me keeping track every day of the things that I did that made me feel proud. And, like, me and me only, not, like, what I would think someone else would be proud of me for. But it it was about what I would be proud of me for. And so I really am about to get back to that. Yeah, I think that's really important. My therapist was telling me about a similar thing. This One of her other clients um, wrote down... Just something that they accomplished, something that they were proud of, something that they did at the end of each week and put it in a jar. And at the end of the year, they had 52 things that, like, they could read or just read throughout the year. And I think that was cool because 
yeah, there's so much progress. There's so much wins that like we just totally ignore or brush past. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's in those that we can find like just a little sliver of happiness or like contentedness or fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And it's a, a great way to practice just like a general sense of gratitude too. I think that as as annoying, I used to get so annoyed when people were like, practice gratitude or like, what are you grateful for? I'd be like, I like, <laughs> really? Don't like, be a sad girl. Like, I would just be like, but that is the very same thing again. I was choosing to ignore that. And I don't, I don't know how I got to like a place of no like they were right but maybe it was Sarah Bonden but like every single day I think it is so important even like the tiniest things like like I'm thankful that I have a body that like I can get out of bed and like walk and like realizing how beautiful that is instead of being like Yes, it's so beautiful, but yeah. also like I'm gonna die one day, and isn't it so sad that everyone ages and we get old yeah. and our body like just face value like what it is yeah. is that like I am grateful for my body. I'm grateful that my legs work. I'm grateful that my feet like I'm grateful that my heart beats. Like just being thankful and like nature too, friends, food, like everything. There's so much to be grateful for. And I will also want to do a better job. I think I've been doing an okay job, but I want to do a better job at like making that a daily practice of like mm-hmm. looking around, looking up from my phone, looking up from looking down or just being inside my own head and looking at a tree or like noticing every single thing on the ground when I walk and not just like staring at my feet and like thinking about all of the things that I have to accomplish in life or all of the things that are making me feel awful, you know? That's very important. Mm -hmm. I think the whole, like, finding gratitude. (laughs) That voice. Yeah. I I feel like that leads us to, like, like our our last point is, like, what is, like, the alternative? Mm. And to, like, being a sad girl. And I think, like, when I see those videos... Yes, practicing gratitude is, like, so important and, like, all the things. But, like, when I go on YouTube and, like, I just see, like, a you know, those stock videos on, like, how to live a happier life. Yes. Oh, my God. And it's just, like, no one – and it's, like, no wonder I didn't choose to, like, watch those videos or all those things because, like – because their alternative to a sad girl is just, like, a happy girl. A happy girl, yeah. Happy girl and everything's perfect and, like – you need to do this, 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 and this. You need to, you know, have an amazing uh, shower and create an amazing space. And you need to <laughs> journal with your your favorite pen and all of these things. And, like, that is going to, like, make you happy. Mm. Um, but, like, I know and I know you know that, like, our goal for, like, this podcast and, like, this talk, like, is it is it our alternative isn't like happy oh, girl no no please don't get or it confused is it to be happy girls no i don't believe all. in that i don't believe in that i don't subscribe to that and i think it's because i've been a sad girl like i don't subscribe to yeah so the <laughs> the alternative is not happy girl i don't think that that um and i i fully 
acknowledge and respect that there are happy girls out there. I've met them. I know them. Like, yeah, I know some happy girls. And I think they see life in a very beautiful way. And that's very special. But I also know for myself that the alternative to conquering this sadness, which kind of defeats me, is not to become that. No. And I don't think that I was meant to become that. No. And so, yes, you're right. I go on YouTube because I don't have TikTok. I have YouTube Reels. I love YouTube. I have YouTube, like, the shorts. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, I see these girls, like, I get up at 7 a.m. I put on all of my aloe, you know, gear and I go outside and then I do Pilates and then I make myself matcha and then I take a hot shower and and it's like I totally see that doing specific things every day can be very helpful and very anchoring and I get that how you know starting your day off that way can like instantly like make you like happy Mm -hmm. but I know for us like beyond that even if we did those things the problem is that in our core, it's yeah. like who we are and it's not about like these quick things that are going to just make it, you know, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Like you should have a morning routine. You should, I am an advocate of that, but I know I, I'm not saying like that is the cure. I don't think that one exists. And I think that's no. the problem, not problem, but I think that's what makes this kind of complex is that we can't just change who we are unless we have a different brain and unless but I think we've already said it's in it's like choosing every single time you could think one thing you have to just train your brain to think something else Mm -hmm. and I think over time it will get easier and we will assume a different identity and it's not that that one goes away or dies it just gets smaller and like a bit quieter yeah yeah. I don't think there is really, I mean, unless you are like, this is the alternative. I haven't figured out. Well, I feel like, I feel like the sad girl will always, always be there. Yes. It's just, yeah, like, who's driving, who's, who's really, like, driving the boat? Yes. Who's driving? Is it the sad, and I, now the more we say it, the more I'm, like, getting annoyed by it, but the sad, like, is it the sad girl that's driving the boat probably and maybe we could let but someone else is like whispering into her ear yes other people are on the boat yes there's multiple people on the boat there's so many people so many and that's for you to like discover who's on your boat and who's driving and who drives that's the thing You get to choose. And I think a lot of the times we feel so, like, powerless. Yeah. I think I did for so long until, like, literally months ago when I was like, I have control and authority over this. This is my life. Like, I was like, this trapped feeling is a lie. It's just a lie that I've been telling myself for so long. Yeah. And it's not true. Like, yeah. I'm not trapped by any circumstance. I'm not... And maybe... Some people also feel that way. And maybe, you know, if it's something involving like money, like sure. But I do believe that it it is also like mental. Mm -hmm. And like the second you see it for what it is and that like you can get out of it. I really think you can. 
Yeah. Just being like, I'm not trapped. I get to I get to pick yeah. who drives my boat today. And honestly, like, I know it's like, this is like a stock saying and like everyone says it, but everything actually like will be okay. And it's crazy Genuinely. how that is so true. It is. And I never, I never really like listened to people when they said that. I never really like, like heard those words. Mm-hmm. Everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. Because they will. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm still living and I'm still doing my thing. And like I've made it to the next day, next month, next year. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, yeah, I think it's, I think coming into this new year, like it's crazy to see how last year where I was mm. and how like everything no. actually yeah. is okay. Yeah. Because it didn't feel that way then. No. And I was definitely a sad girl, (laughs) deep into the sad girl last year at this point. Yeah. I was going to say, we've, we've seen, we've seen some dark times, but I know you personally have also seen like some really, really dark times. Yeah. And I think we all do, but you, you are so right. And even to hear you say that, I'm like, she's so right. Like, it will be okay. Like, everything works out the way that it's supposed to. And most of the times, if I can say not all of the time, like, things end up fine. Yeah. And no one ever promised us, like, that things would be perfect and beautiful. And that we could have control over our situation. That's not the point that's not the idea the thing is that like we are alive that we carry on that we build new things and like life keeps going and that that is what is okay like we we we're not dead (laughs) and even when you're saying that I'm like and it's like all like you know and that's beautiful and sad in its own It way. is. And, and I acknowledge that too. Coming out of, me. of course. But it's still like but yeah, so and I and I go back to like, you know, she's still on the boat. She's still on the boat. She's still and on she the boat. won't she, go. And she won't leave. But we need her. So sad girls. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um yeah, so f- closing notes, any Anything you want to say? Anything you want to express? Anything you want to challenge? I'm looking at your bookshelf right now, and I think good, sad girl book <gasps> yes. for everyone to read would be Bittersweet by Susan Cain. Yes, so good. Great book. Yes. For the sad girl. Yes. I got that for Christmas one year, and um, I never felt so affirmed and seen, I think. And maybe that was, like, the start of, like, oh, my gosh. This This is a thing. This is a thing, and this is who I am. Yeah. Yeah, I would highly recommend that book, honestly. So good. Um, Let's see. Um, Yeah, if if you're a sad girl. And, hey, I'm not just talking to, like, the sad girls. I'm talking to everyone. But I would say that if, if you feel like this is you, and that you are kind of also in that same space of like, I don't want to feel this way every day. And like, this bogs me down and I feel held back. Then you have two people right here who like are 
I want to say on the same boat, but now I'm thinking about driving the boat with all my <laughs> with all my um, entities that are me inside of it. But we are very much in the same place, and I hope that you're able to kind of uh, see everything that we've communicated and have a little more um, encouragement to. Uh, yeah, and to know that you're not alone and that it's a journey and a beautiful unfolding story and that you don't have to push anything away. You don't have to fight anything. I think, again, the biggest takeaway for me um, and the biggest part has been self-acceptance and not, you know, hating myself because I am that way and also really nudging myself to, you know, choose something different. I think that's the biggest thing. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I think we've recorded an episode. Hopefully. <laughs> I really hope so. But <laughs> um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. And um, thank you for um, your time and your energy and your constant support. I'm so thankful, Anna and I. And um yeah, even on my solo episodes, I can't be alone. Like, I just, I really can't. I was thinking <laughs> about this when I got up. I was like, I, that's so boring. Like, I never, ever want to be alone on a podcast, ever. I'm so glad that I <laughs> have Anna. And thank you, Jasmine, for joining me. And, um, yeah, have a wonderful day. Anything else you want to say? No. Okay. No. Okay. Bye, Bye. you guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more, check out the links in the show notes and we'll see you next time.